Hey everybody, before I start today's show, here is a word from our sponsor. Are you looking to improve your health but you don't know where to start? Well, Nourish by Nature Made offers a five-minute quiz to remove the guesswork from your vitamin regimen. Backed by 45 years of science, Nature Made is the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand, so you can trust them to help you find supplements that are right for you. Visit Nourish.com to create your personalized vitamin package today. That's N-U-R-I-S-H dot com. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Slim Down and Shape Up. Over on our Facebook page and also via email, several listeners and readers have asked how to know whether they're actually working out hard enough. And this is actually a pretty important question, especially since I recently read in the newspaper that an entire team of high school football players in Oregon wound up in the hospital after working out a bit too hard. But rather than scare you away from exercise by telling you horror stories about football players, this episode will actually teach you how to know when your body has had enough exercise to get results or when it needs more. So how sore should you be after a workout? Well, as you learned in the episode How to Build Muscle, muscles tear when you exercise, and when given proper recovery, they bounce back stronger. If you do work out hard enough to actually get these results, the tearing causes a little soreness. If you don't feel a little sore, then you probably didn't stimulate your muscles enough to get results. But I said a little soreness. That's far different than being so sore that you can't move after workout. If you can't lift a fork to your mouth, turn the steering wheel on your car, or do the dishes, then you have gone too far. As a matter of fact, the medical term for excessive muscle tearing is rhabdomyolysis, and that condition results in the release of muscle fiber contents, called myoglobin, into the bloodstream. That myoglobin results in kidney damage, extreme fatigue, intense joint and muscle pain, and seizures. Often, as in the case of the football players I mentioned earlier, it requires surgery to relieve pressure from excess inflammatory buildup around the muscles. So you don't want that type of soreness, but the best way to describe the little soreness you should have is that you know it's there, but the pain isn't at the front of your mind. You won't feel like punching a friend in the face if they touch your sore muscles, and getting out of bed is not an extreme chore. Now, you need to know how much weight to lift when you're working out if you want to be working out hard enough. So here's my quick and dirty tip for effectively working your muscles. Follow the rule of three. If you can reach your goal number of repetitions for the exercise, and then you can do three or more repetitions over your goal number while still maintaining good form, then you should increase weight. If you cannot get within three repetitions without your eyeballs popping out of your head, you should decrease weight. That rule works very well for workouts in which you're lifting a weight 10 to 15 times, which is the typical repetition range for most fitness routines. Now, contrary to popular belief, your muscles burning during weight training doesn't necessarily indicate that they're being stimulated hard enough to get results. Burning muscles are a result of lactic acid formation and can indicate other things like lack of respiration or blood pooling in a muscle. As a matter of fact, try holding your breath the next time you're performing a weightlifting set and you'll notice your muscles burn much sooner. That doesn't mean you're working out hard enough to get muscle-stimulating results. It just means your body isn't getting a chance to blow off carbon dioxide, which is the primary way that it buffers lactic acid. I want to tell you about today's sponsor, the Fit Track Dara Smart Scale. 
FitTrack gives you in-depth insights on your fitness progress to help you reach your goals. The Dara Smart Scale measures 17 health metrics, including BMI, hydration, muscle mass, and a whole lot more, and it syncs with the free FitTrack app. So all your health insights are available, well, wherever you are. And the scale takes up to eight different users, which is something I really like about FitTrack because, well, I don't live alone and it's really nice to have those insights available to everybody in the house. Now, I like to track my muscle mass, but my partner has an eye on her hydration levels. So whatever you want to focus on, FitTrack can help you do it. So stop measuring just your weight and start measuring your health with FitTrack. Go to getfittrack.com slash fit to take 50% off your order. Plus, for a limited time, you'll also save an additional 10%. If you go to G-E-T-F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K, that's getfittrack.com slash fit, and you will save 50% plus an additional 10% off your order. So don't miss out on this amazing limited time offer and go to getfittrack.com slash fit. With all this talk about lactic acid and muscle burning, it's a perfect time to bring up how you should feel during your cardio workouts. Aerobic exercise requires a different set of criteria than weight training. So here are three quick and dirty tips to judge whether you're working out hard enough with cardio. Cardio quick and dirty tip number one. Use a heart rate monitor, the monitor on a cardio machine, or your own pulse to track your heart rate during your cardio sessions. Find the heart rate at which your muscles begin to burn and you begin to breathe hard. That heart rate is called your ventilatory threshold heart rate and indicates that your body is producing lactic acid and going into what is called an oxygen debt, which means that you're boosting your metabolism, stimulating cardiovascular fitness, and causing significant calorie burning. Once you've identified that ventilatory threshold heart rate, attempt to spend 50% of your cardio exercise in that zone. One way to do this is to warm up five minutes, then do eight 60-second repeats at ventilatory threshold with 30 seconds recovery between each, then move into a five-minute cool-down. Cardio quick and dirty tip number two. Sweat is a good indicator that your body is attempting to cool, meaning that your core temperature and your metabolism have increased. If you're not breaking a sweat, it could mean that you're dehydrated or in a very cold room, but it's more likely that you need to increase your intensity. Cardio quick and dirty tip number three. Conversational pace means that you can easily carry on a conversation with a friend or workout buddy. During a long, slow cardio routine, like the one I describe in the episode, What is the Fat Burning Zone? A conversational pace is fine. But remember, to become more fit, you can't do all your cardio in that fat burning zone. So if you're able to carry on a conversation during all your cardio workouts, you're probably not working out hard enough. So how fast can you get results from a workout? Of course, the best way to know if you're working out hard enough is whether or not you're getting the results you desire. In most cases, changes in strength, speed, and performance occur within just two to four weeks of starting or changing your exercise routine. That's primarily due to your body's ability to learn the new motor patterns and become more efficient at the new movements. And incidentally, it's a very good reason to add changes to your workout program every two to four weeks. But when you're just beginning a workout routine, it can take four to eight weeks to actually notice physical changes, like a flatter stomach, smaller butt, or significantly lighter weight on the scale. So if you've been working out for two months and you've noticed that you're lifting more weight or going faster on the treadmill, but your body hasn't changed, it's highly likely that the enhanced exercise performance is simply the result of your body becoming more efficient and not the result of higher fitness, bigger lungs, or better muscles. 
by increasing the amount of weight that you lift or the intensity of your cardio workouts, you can actually get results that you see and not just feel. I realize that I've given you quite a bit of information in this episode, so what I'm going to do this week over at the Get Fit Guy Facebook page is post a sample routine that actually allows you to figure out if you're working out hard enough during a cardio or a weight training routine. And remember, if you have a medical condition or you're pregnant, there may be an entirely different set of rules to follow to know if you're working out hard enough, and you should speak with your physician about that. Remember that over at that Facebook page, we've got conversations going on every single day. I love to get your questions and answer your questions and engage in discussion with you. You can also tune in to the tips that I dish out every single day over at twitter.com slash getfitguy. And of course, you're completely missing out if you haven't signed up for the free Get Fit Guy newsletter yet. You can do that over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com. There's a little newsletter sign-up button that you can push on that page, and it'll enable you to get free advice and videos from me on a weekly basis with information that I don't give out on this podcast or in the articles at the Get Fit Guy website. Next week, I'll be telling you whether or not yoga actually works to make you more fit. But until then, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Thank you.